Hello, my Episcopos. This is your Method Oil Murray, Matthew Sanborn Smith, and his Pres Belushi podcast, Beware the Hairy Mango. Today's story is delivered to you with a wink and a nod, except for the nod part. Because of that, I'm throwing in several more winks. Such a disturbing amount of winks, in fact, guys in bars everywhere will be saying, Here's not looking at you, kid. Here's not looking at you, kid. By Matthew Sanborn Smith. Mortimer was a rather normal guy. That is, until the day he went exploring the Amazon and was attacked by a pack of parasitic eyelids. They glommed on right above his eyes, and when he got back to Amazon Town or wherever it was, the one really smart doctor there explained to him that to remove them would mean certain death. The thing is, he meant certain death for the eyelids, but, really smartness aside, he was a notoriously bad explainer. As deaths went, Mortimer was a fan of the uncertain kind, and so, when he left the doctor's office that day, his eyes were sporting 12 pairs of eyelids. Because of this, his eyelids looked unusually thick. Everyone stared at him and asked if his eyes had gotten in a fight or if maybe they had installed awnings. Being the intrepid explorer that he was, he was too embarrassed to admit to everyone that he had been bested by 22 feral flaps of skin. Unfortunately, Mortimer was a man easily befuddled. The first explanation that popped out of his mouth was that he had internal eyelid hemorrhoids. That only made people look closer. In a bit of quicker thinking, he warned them that they could catch it too by looking too long. The people took him at his word, having been dazzled by his rich and exotic cotton polyester blends, although they were constantly testing him by looking for what they thought might be just long enough. Soon, all of Amazon Town was feeling its eyelids for growth, that is, when they weren't hitting on Mortimer. Because, although not one errant grain of sand could penetrate the defenses of all those lids, he was constantly getting eyelashes in his eyes, and when he closed the irritated eye, its twelve eyelids would not close in unison, but in a cascade of lidding, one after the next, like a domino ripple of dancers in a Busby Berkeley musical. It was the sexiest wink in human history. In mere days, every man, woman, and monkey was infatuated with Mortimer. Worse yet, every eyelid within cellular range was watching vines of his sexy blinks. No one's going to know what that means in three years, are they? It doesn't matter. What matters is that a swarm of eyelids flew from the jungle and pig-piled Mortimer. He was absolutely bathing in parasitic eyelids. Eyelashes were now getting into all sorts of uncomfortable places. You'd think he'd be hideous to behold, but the humans all around him were evolved to respond to a little eyelash flutter, and this was a big eyelash flutter. Mortimer stirred up a wind around himself, but the wind wasn't strong enough to keep people away. They piled on him too. The poor bastard was being crushed by the weight and smothered by the lovin'. No one said exploring would be easy. Mortimer was looking his mortality in the eye, or he would have been if it wasn't for all the lids in his way. His eyelid-covered fingers groped about and lifted the first eyelid they could find. He inadvertently turned it inside out and exposed the wet, bloody red inner eyelid and grossed everybody the fuck out. Not only did all the people pile off of him, every smother loving one of them, but all the eyelids peeled off as well, including the two he was born with. Mortimer now looked like a guy who had drunk about a gallon of coffee and then saw a big monster. The good part was that he never got another eyelash in his eyes, but he did get a lot of sand in his eyes and a finger and the corner of a desk. The eyelids fled to the jungle and his eyelids went on to become leaders of their tribe of Amazonian eyelids, having many adventures and eventually becoming the I Count and I Countess Greystoke. If this story irritated your eyes, you can rinse them and other angry balls at the website of the blurry site, 
Uh, I rhyme sight with sight. BewareTheHairyMango.com Spackle feverishly in the comments for this post or mealy mail me and we'll mouth something granular at Matthew at BewareTheHairyMango.com or whip out our deterministic finite state transducers at BewareTheHairyMango at gmail.com BSF and SF Signal stands for Siberian Refrigerators because it's so cold there nothing needs to be refrigerated. It starts off as ice. The folks at SFSignal.com have been manufacturing these for years and damn it, one of these days we're going to sell one. In the meantime, we're paying the bills with the help of a jeweler friend because it's so cold in here our nipples can cut diamonds. Tweet loaf your meatloaf that all the most well-grounded beefs find resolution by following me at twitter.com slash upwithgravity. I mostly pour ketchup all over the combatants and eat them. Give a little love to the subscribe button on the homestyle page and get two extra mango episodes per month. Like anything else, the subscribe button needs to be touched if it's going to grow into an emotionally healthy adult TV commercial where the cameramen take pictures of hungry children and then break for lunch. This podcast shimmers tantalizingly with some unidentifiable biological goo that feels like snail slime or maybe just a sheen of mucus, but doesn't ever seem to dry out or crust up, even in the blistering wind and warmth of a dozen industrial strength creative commons attribution non-commercial share like 3.0 imported licenses. Some part of me just wants to touch it with my tongue. Come rain or shine, except when it's raining, this will be a reasonable facsimile of Matthew Sanborn Smith, reminding you that if bad news really did travel fast, a lot more people would know about this show. Good night. As deaths went, Mortimer was a fan of the uncertain kind, and so when he left the dark... Darkers. Darkter.